You were the word at the beginning, one with God the Lord most high. Your hidden glory in creation, now revealed in you are Christ. What a beautiful name it is. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a beautiful name it is. Nothing compares to this. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus. didn't want heaven without us so jesus you brought heaven down my sin was great your love was greater what could separate us now what a wonderful name it is what a wonderful name it is, the name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a wonderful name it is, nothing compares to this. What a wonderful name it is, the name of Jesus what a wonderful name it is, the name of Jesus. The name, the name, the veil saw before you. You silenced the bows of sin and grave. The heavens are roaring, the praise of your glory. For you are raised to life again. You have no rival, you have no equal. Now and forever you reign. Yours is the kingdom. Yours is the glory. Yours is the name above all names. What a powerful name it is. What a powerful name it is the name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a powerful name it is. Nothing can stand against. What a powerful name it is. The name of Jesus. You have no rival. You have no equal. Now and forever our God reigns. Yours is the kingdom. 
Yours is the glory. Yours is the name above all names. What a powerful name it is. What a powerful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ my King. What a powerful name it is. Nothing can stand against. What a powerful name it is, the name of Jesus. What a powerful name it is, the name of Jesus. What a powerful name it is, the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Father, we bless your name. Thank you. Uh, God bless you. We give God all the glory and all the honor for this wonderful time of praise and worship led by our young music minister, Daniel Yeboah Jr. Amen. God continue to anoint you and release his grace upon your life. We bless God. Once again, uh, this is Pastor Daniel Yeboah Lightweight. Church of God in Christ, one church, two location. We are located in the city of Redland, Southern California, USA. We also have a location in Ghana, West Africa, the eastern part of the country, and the district capital of Kwau Kwau is uh, Nkoko. I know it might not be familiar with most of you, but you know those that are watching us in that part of the country or outside the United States of America that are in Ghana know exactly what I'm talking about. God bless you. Hallelujah. This morning is Resurrection Sunday, and we are uh, celebrating because he has resurrected Hallelujah. from the dead. He yes. is alive. We yes. could declare he is alive, but we know that it's just uh, making us aware of such an event that is more powerful in our faith in God. I have a, uh, a message for us and also uh, Evangelist First Lady uh, Janata Yeboah also have a message for us. So we're gonna uh, give her the uh, opportunity to bless us with what God has uh, put in his heart to speak into our minds this morning. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Daniel. Let us pray. Gracious Father, we thank you for the word that is going forth. Father, I decrease that you may increase. Father, we thank you for the manifestation of your word accomplishing that which it has been sent to do. We thank you for everyone who is hearing this video, watching this video live and the replay of them experiencing the resurrection power in yes. their lives. Yes. In Jesus' name we amen. pray. Amen, amen and amen. Glory to God. We are talking today about the purpose of the resurrection yes the purpose yes. of the resurrection and our scripture verses are taken from matthew chapter 27 verse 47 I'm sorry, Matthew chapter 27, verse 46, and John chapter 19, verse 28. And Pastor Daniel, can you read that for us? It says, uh, Matthew 27, verse 46 says, 
about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud, and this is the amplified version of the Bible, agonized voice, Eli, Eli, Lama, Sabachthani. Eli, Eli, Lama, Sabachthani. And that is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And John chapter 19, verse 28, it says, after this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, said, I test. Amen. I test. Oh, it, that's is powerful. it is powerful. Yes. The word of God in general is powerful. Amen. Yes, yes. Hallelujah. Saints of God, when we think about Jesus, we tend to think about the the birth of Jesus. We think about the life of Jesus. Yes. We think about the ministry of Jesus. We think about the death and the resurrection of Jesus. We tend to combine it with an assignment. Yes. Amen. We knew that Jesus had an assignment. We think of the prophetic word that was uttered before even his coming having to come to pass. We yes. think of assignment. We think of the, the manifestation of that prophetic word that spoke of the coming of Jesus. Yes. From the very beginning, when man sinned in the Garden of Eden, God already had a plan to reconcile man back onto him. Yes. Glory be to God. And it was through this plan that he was going to send his precious son, Jesus, to this earth, hallelujah, amen, to amen. walk this earth, to die, to be resurrected, hallelujah, and bring men back onto him. You know, from the very beginning stages of the ministry of Jesus, he knew he was appointed, he knew he was anointed, and he knew that he was chosen, which automatically differentiated Jesus from his peers and his elders in Luke chapter two, verse 49 to 50, the Bible reads, why did you have to look for me? Did you not know that I had to be in my father's house, my God? Yeah. But they did not understand what he had said to them. Mm. This is Jesus at a, at a young age who was releasing mysteries to yes. his elders, my God, oh, in the yeah. temple. But he knew that he had to hold back for an appointed time for him to step into his divine purpose in ministry. This was Jesus talking to his parents who noticed that he was no longer with them, but he was releasing mysteries onto the elders. Have you ever felt, have you ever known that you were anointed, appointed, and chosen to go forth, but you knew it was only at an appointed time? Mm. My God, Jesus knew he was anointed, but he knew there was a time for him to go forth into ministry. So in the meantime, he had to allow himself to be cultivated and he had to allow the Lord to begin to do a work in him. And the same thing with you, as you are waiting for that divine appointment for you to step forth, forth into your purpose, yeah. you have to know that it's an appointed time. But in the meantime, you must go through the process. You must allow the Lord to mold you and shape you. You must allow the Lord to prepare you and cultivate you for the assignment. Amen. The Bible says in Luke chapter two, verse 52, it says, and Jesus kept increasing in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. Yeah. But Pastor Daniel, the time came for Jesus to begin ministry eventually. And Jesus began to do signs and wonders. He, he healed the sick. He raised the dead. He, he cast out demons. He worked many miracles during his time on earth. However, 
A time came when he had to prepare the people he was training. Mm -hmm. He had to prepare the people he was discipling. Mm -hmm. He had to prepare the people that he was mentoring to advise them that he was going away. Yes. Not one time did he tell them, but several times Jesus was preparing his disciples to know that he was going to die, but he would be resurrected. Uh-huh. You know, whenever Jesus repeated things over and over and over again, he was trying to communicate, this is going to happen. Yes. I need your attention. The Bible says in John chapter 14 and verses 16 to 20, and it says, I will ask the father and he will give you another helper comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby to be with you forever. I will not leave you as orphans, comfortless, bereaved and helpless. I will come back to you. Yes. After a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me because I live you live also on that day when the time comes you will know for yourselves that i am the father and you are in me and i am in you john chapter 14 verse 25 to 26 it goes on to say i have told you these things why i am still with you Uh Mm, my goodness but the helper the comforter the advocate the intercessor Mm. the counselor the strengthener the standby the holy spirit whom the father will send in my name in my place to represent me and act on my behalf, he will teach you all things. My God. And he will help you remember everything that I have told you. My God, saints of God, stay with me. I'm going somewhere. But now somehow, Pastor Daniel, I believe that the disciples were hearing it, but they really couldn't perceive what Jesus was telling them. I believe they thought that this mighty Jesus, this Jesus that worked miracles, healed the sick, cast out demons, raised the dead, was not going to die and leave them. Yeah. I thought they were just thinking Jesus is just talking. He, he keeps on repeating this over and over again, but we don't know where he's going with this. Hallelujah. But he advises his disciples in John chapter 14 and 3, he says, and if I go prepare a place for you, yes. I will come back again and I will take you to myself so that where I am, you Amen. may be also. Amen. Powerful. Verse 28 says, you heard me tell you, here he goes again. I'm going away and I'm coming back to you. Yes. If you really loved me, you would have rejoiced because I'm going back to the father for the father is greater than I. Hallelujah. I have told you now before it happens so that when it does take place, you may believe and have faith in me. Yes. This brings me to the ultimate assignment of Jesus on the cross. He was sent to reconcile men back unto God. Jesus finds himself on the cross hanging in between two thieves, the sinless son of God, my God. He begins to utter seven sayings on the cross. However, I will only, um, he is known for the seven sayings that um, on the cross, but I will only focus on two. And the first one I will focus on is my God, my God, why has thou forsaken me? Mm -hmm. And the second one I will focus on is I thirst. It was on the cross that we see the humanity of Jesus as the son of man. His flesh had to submit to the pain and agony of being crucified. And my brother, my sister, if you don't know some of the things that happened, let me share with you some of the things that happened to Jesus on the cross. They pierced his side. Yes. 
They put a crown of thorns on his head. Yes. Mm. They pierced his arms and his feet. Mm. Yes. They struck a spear in his side. My God, this is brutal, saints of God, but this wasn't a divine assignment that must have be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. This Jesus who performed mighty miracles and did good unto everyone. Some of many miracles you may have heard of. Some, I'm just going to name a couple. He, he changed the water into wine. Mm-hmm. He healed the, the royal official son. He healed the paralytic man, um, paralytic at Bethesda. He fed 5,000. He walked on water. Mm-hmm. He healed the blind man from yeah. birth. So many things Jesus did. So here he was on the cross saying, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? My brother, my sister, have you ever felt forsaken before? Hmm. Have you ever felt the very people responsible for your birth or, or raising you left you? Have you ever felt that the very people that you helped the very people that you went out of your way for, the very people that you vouched for were nowhere to be found yes. when you needed them. My yes. God, have you ever felt that yes. way? This son of God, Jesus was now on the cross. And in my imagination, I can see Jesus wondering to see if he can locate those that he healed, yeah. those that he cast out the demons, those that he he moved forth and transformed their life. Could he locate them? This is just my imagination. But ne- nevertheless, he was there on the cross about to be crucified. Mm. It was there on the cross that Jesus said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? It was through the fulfillment of the pain, the prophetic word had to be fulfilled, that Jesus experienced the pain and he felt the distinct separation from God as Jesus was in the process of getting ready to bear the sin of man on the cross. It was on the cross that Jesus experienced the furious wrath of God being poured upon his sinless son to atone for the sins of man, Mm -hmm. making man righteous through the blood of Jesus. Hebrews chapter four and and verse 15, it says, for we do not have a priest who is unable to emphasize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. My God, we have someone that knows what it feels like to be weak. We we have someone that knows what it feels like to be persecuted. My God, we have someone that was crucified on the cross, who was sinless, that bore the sin of man. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter five and 21. It says, for our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin. So that in him, we might become the righteousness of God. God. You see, it was through this divine assignment um, that Jesus had. He began to cry out. Have you ever been in a place of assignment that you begin to cry out unto the Lord as the as the 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 assignment begin to unravel and you begin to feel the weight of the responsibility? You begin to cry out. But I can't but help appreciate the moment that Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane. And in Luke chapter 22 and verse 42, it says, saying, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup of divine wrath from me. Yet not my will, but always yours be done. My God, Jesus had to, to pivot. He says, not my will, but your will be done. Now an angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him. 
my God, and being in agony, deeply distressed and anguished, almost to the point of death, he cried out more intently and he sweat, and his sweat became like drops of blood falling down on the ground, yes. my God. Yeah. It was during this time of reflection that Jesus began to ask the Father, if it is your will, please take this cup from me. But notice what God did. He didn't take the cup from him, mm. he just sent strength. That's a word for somebody. Have you ever That's been right. in a point in time where you ask God, please remove this situation from me? Have yes. you ever been in a point in time where you begin to ask God, remove this from me? My yes. goodness. But only instead of removing it, he strengthened you. It was on the cross as Jesus was on assignment. It was a divine appointment with his purpose. He began to cry out. And as he cried out, he says, why hast thou forsaken me? My brother, my sister, I don't want you to abandon the assignment because of the pain. I don't want you to eliminate the journey because you cried out unto the Lord and you still lost your baby at birth. My God, I don't want you to eliminate the journey because you cried out unto the Lord and you still lost your house. Yes. My God, I don't want you to eliminate this journey because you cried out unto the Lord and you still lost your loved one. Yeah. Have you ever been in a point of crying out unto the Lord, asking him to turn it around? Hallelujah. But you know what? In his time of preparation to face his assignment, hallelujah, it wasn't altered, but he was strengthened. Right where you are, begin to ask the Lord to strengthen you today. Right, it was yeah. through his transparency, we began to see the humanity and the pain as Jesus was on the cross. But this particular day, saying to God, he was being agonized and, and tortured. Yes. Jesus felt the separation. He felt the disconnection. When we are being disconnected from God, when we are separated from God, it is very noticeable in our walk. You know, it's nothing that um, we can begin to replace it with worldly possessions and, and people around us. It is noticeable that we are separated and we need to return back onto the yes, Father. Yes, you see, yes. God made us in such a way that we have to have a connection with him. And if we are separated, our soul begins to thirst for him, Hallelujah. an emptiness that nothing else can fulfill. Glory. Which brings me to my last saying, which is I thirst. That was the, the saying that Jesus that I thirst. This was a spiritual thirst. And as during this time, he felt separated from the father. Notice that Jesus always referred to God as my father. But in this situation, he said, my God, my God, he felt that mm. disconnection. My God. Hallelujah. Psalm 42, it says, as the deer pants for the streams of water, so my soul pants for you, O God. It was on the cross that Jesus said, I thirst. His soul had a, a spiritual thirst. It only could be quenched by the oneness with God. This Jesus who was the living water, this Jesus who turned the water into wine, this Jesus who was the quench thirster was now thirsty. Mm. Throughout the Bible, there's a few reference to Jesus and water. And it was in the book of John chapter two that Jesus turned the water into wine. Mm. Another situation came up when Jesus was at the well and he met a Samaritan woman who was going to the water, to the well, to quench her thirst, only to have a divine encounter, huh? to find out how she can quench her spiritual thirst. Saints of God, and for the sake of time, you can read that in John chapter four, verses four going on. Glory be to God. But saints of God, this morning, we're talking about the resurrection power. But in order to get there, Jesus had to face the cross. 
my brother and my sister, you may be in a place where you feel separated from God. You may feel the thirst, hallelujah. You may not know how to mend the pieces and put your life back together, but that's an indicator that you need to return back onto the Father. Yes, yes, yes. My brother and my sister, don't lose your appetite or your thirst for God. Hallelujah. Whenever right. you find yourself in sickness and pain and bitterness and confusion and addiction, wherever you may be, cry out unto the Father yes. and he will strengthen you. The Bible says in um, Psalm chapter 34 and verse 7, when the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. It is through the blood of Jesus that we accept salvation, hallelujah, that we become his righteous children. It is through the blood of Jesus that we are forgiven of our sins. I don't care how far you have strayed away from the Lord, even the prodigal son, even as he wanted to go spend his inheritance, once it was done, after he fulfilled his desires, he realized he didn't have anything left. He knew he was separated from the father, but rather than staying separated, he said, I'm going to reconnect to the father. Yeah. My goodness, I don't care where you are right now. I want you to return back onto the father. Why continue to struggle where you are? Why continue this journey of loneliness? Yeah. Why do this alone with without the father. Come on back home unto the father, allow him to quench that thirst. Come on back home unto the father and allow him to heal your heart. Yes. Come on back home to the father and allow him to transform your life. Come on home because the price has been paid in full. Pastor Daniel. Amen. Wow, Amen. that was powerful. That was, I don't know if we should continue with this uh, <laughs> service. I think, you know, that kind of sums up everything that we are to hear today. But Amen. I mean, we have a little bit of time to press on in because we need to land the boat so that uh, in reality, we could have the communion service. And uh, I'm telling you this uh, Resurrection Sunday, uh, it's not a coincidence, but it is a revelation mm -hmm. that God is uh, trying to reveal about the resurrection of Christ. So therefore, it fell right on every first Sunday that Church of God in Christ, uh, we uh, observe our communion ordinance. So today, Lightweight Church of God in Christ was um, purpose to observe yes. communion. Yes. But then the resurrection also fell on this. And we know that before he went to the cross. The last night he had supper with the disciples. Mm -hmm. And that is when, you know, he took bread and wine and was explaining his assignment on the cross. Hallelujah. This is Pastor Daniel Yeboah, Lightweight Church of God in Christ. One church, two location. We are in city of Reliance and also a location in Ghana, West Africa, um, the Eastern region and the Copa. Uh, of the country and the capital city of Kwa District is in Koko. There is a location there. But I'll talk to you this hour about the purpose of the resurrection. Mm -hmm. The purpose of the resurrection, as our first lady spoke about what transpired mm -hmm. before Jesus went, when Jesus went on the cross and then before the resurrection, which means without the death on the cross, without the events that uh, um, uh, crown the death, we cannot uh, see the resurrection. He have to die yes. before 
he will be resurrected. Because that's the warning he was giving his disciples that uh, several times as uh, uh, Evangelist uh, Junata, our first study was uh, pointing out, he said, I'm going to be going to death to, to experience death. Mm-hmm. And then, but I'll resurrect the third day. Hallelujah. So he spoke about his death before the resurrection. Now, if we look at, for the sake of time, if we look at John chapter 11, verse 20 to 27, when Jesus had the encounter with um, Lazarus and Martha and the sister Mary, Jesus, uh, even though they thought Lazarus was going to be um, experiencing the la- uh, um, the last days when you know it will be a resurrection of the dead, and Jesus used that uh, that incident to talk about him being the God of the resurrection, the Lord of the resurrection. Hallelujah! And and let's look at um, um twenty five um John chapter eleven verse twenty five. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Mm -hmm. Whoever believes in me will live even if he dies. Mm -hmm. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? And she said to him, yes, Lord, I have believed and continue to believe that you are the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed, the son of God. He who was destined and promised to come into the world. And it is for you that the world has waited. So the world has been waiting for his manifestation. So he spoke about the resurrection. And when we go to Matthew chapter 28, uh, Matthew chapter 28, I believe verse 28 going, um, I want that to be your assignment for this week even as you um, um, get together to uh, study the word of God, or even if you don't have the desire to study the word of God this week, mm-hmm. I encourage you to read Matthew chapter 28, the whole chapter. But I, I want to take us through what happened when he was put in the tomb. Mm-hmm. And then the third day, as we are observing today, he resurrected because when the women, uh, which Mary Magdalene was part of, so let's look at it. Mary Magdalene was a witness to Jesus talking about the Lord of the resurrection. And he, she said what? She believed. Now she actually experienced it happen. Wow, that was powerful. She actually now experienced it happen because when his brother Lazarus died, Jesus started and waited and went there the third day. And we know that um, in, in science, third day, there's nothing that could be done after the third day. The body was smelling and stinking. But then Jesus wanted them to have the hope that mm-hmm. he could still be resurrected back to life. And he demonstrated it. And this time he himself went through what he was saying and has fulfilled what the word was saying because the prophet spoke about it. And Luke chapter 24, the, he said, uh, you fools when and the two were on the road of Emmaus and Jesus appeared after his death when he resurrected. He said, you fools. Then mm-hmm. the prophets speak about this day. Mm-hmm. 
and you still refuse to believe. Oh my God. Hallelujah. But we see here that even there was um, a controversy where the church leaders got together with, with the government of the day mm -hmm. to, to, to uh, taint the, 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 if the, the whole resurrection. Because when they uh, were aware and the angels told them at the truth that he was not here, mm -hmm. he has resurrected. Hallelujah. Go and tell the others. And Peter, they came and saw that it was true, that Jesus has actually resurrected. And he appeared unto them, the word of the Lord said, he lived among his people 40 days before he finally uh, was taken into heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. And in that point, they paid money for a lie to be told that the disciples had come to steal their body. Hallelujah. Not knowing that Jesus is actually going to be living 40 days to disprove the lie. So he disproved the lie before he was taken into heaven. He gave us an assignment. The resurrection power has been put in us. Mm -hmm. And as part of our calling, Jesus in, in um, um, Matthew chapter 20, verse 16, he made us agents to uh, manifest the purpose of the resurrection power. The resurrection power was also to be demonstrated to save others who were living in sin and were destined to the lake of fire. Hallelujah. It said, now the 11 disciples went, Matthew 28, 16, the 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain which Jesus had designated. And when they saw him, they worshiped him. But some doubted. Jesus came up and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me after the cross. Yes. When he resurrected, he was given all authority and power. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So Jesus is alive and is with us always. Hallelujah. I want us to be aware of that. The resurrection of Jesus, are most important events of a foundation to the Christian faith. And today, commemorate that day, Easter, that we celebrate. Let us not lose sight of the reason for the season. Let us not lose sight for the, for, for the reason and the purpose why we are celebrating Resurrection Sunday. His resurrection is a guarantee that all the dead, who those that died, that believe in his name, will also be resurrected again. The dead will resurrect. The word of God, let us know. That the last day in Jesus' second coming, that because what well, we all have to face the judgment, mm -hmm. and then it will be determined who goes to lake of fire, joining Satan and the devils and the demons that have killed, still, and destroyed all these years. And then the righteous that will be inheriting heaven. Hallelujah. Inheriting heaven. So the last day, the second coming of Jesus 
that judgment they will determine that. And everybody that was dead, those that died in the sea, whatever means people died that were saints are gonna be resurrected. But also there is, is twofold. Also there is a power which Christ rose from the end. There's a power made available to us through his resurrection. And it is through that power that the, 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 the great commission was given to us because we cannot win souls to Christ with all the opposition and the hindrance in our own human means. It has to be through the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. That's why I say baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Before he left, he was already preparing them about the Holy Ghost power. The Holy Ghost power moved to the resurrection power. Hallelujah. So one, if Jesus was not raised from the dead, then he has no power today. Mm. He is dead and his words might mean some influence but he himself will have no power. Two, Christianity is not a religion, but it is a religion, a, not a religion based on empty premise, uh, principles. It is a relationship with a living savior, a savior we can know, a savior who infuses our lives and empowers us, a savior who transforms us to his own liking, hallelujah. Second Peter 1, 3 says, for he, his divine power has bestowed on us everything necessary for life and godliness, true, true and personal knowledge of him who calls us by his own glory and excellence. Ephesians chapter 18, verse 20, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling. Amen. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe? His exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, mm -hmm. which he worked in Christ when he raised him, Kalabakashabaha, from the dead and seated him on the right hand side of heavenly places. Jesus is alive today. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. But how do we receive this power in our work with him? How do we receive it? Mm -hmm. Because many of us uh, in our relationship with Christ, we act like he has no power over our problems and our circumstances. He has no power to manifest the promises in our life. One, putting our faith in him. We have to put our faith in Christ by believing that he is the son of God and believing that this Easter event that we celebrate, that we are observing, is not just <clears throat> a historic description of events, but it actually did happen. And daily <clears throat> dying in our flesh, it is it, dying our flesh is bringing our flesh under the submission of yes, Christ, yes. which means that we daily need to seek for the grace of God yes. to bring our flesh to the submission of Christ so that we can what? be transformed by the resurrection power. And that's the reason for this. Two, we, how do we receive this power? How do we position ourselves for this power to work for us? 
to being aware of Jesus' power to forgive us of our sins. Because sin have a hold on all of us. Apostle Paul in the book of Romans said, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Why? We are descendants of Adam by, uh, by, by nature and in spirituality. The first couples that God created. <clears throat> and without God, we are slaves to sin. But Christ, through his death on the uh, uh, and his resurrection, free us from the power of sin. Jesus was delivered over to death for our sins. Yes. He died for our sins. And he was raised to life so that we will be justified. We will be declared righteous that whoever believes in the name of Jesus will be seen as a righteous person in the sight of God. Romans chapter 4, verse 25, is it who was delivered up because of our offenses and was read because of our justification? So therefore, what can we say when Satan accuses us of our sins and the brethren begin to point an accusing finger at you? Oh my God. Hallelujah. When Satan himself, is, who is the accuser of the brethren, mm -hmm. is accusing us, speaking in our mind, to make us feel guilty. The accuser of the brethren, the word of the Lord lets us know that he is in the presence of God 24 seven, pointing accusing fingers at us, trying to dig back out our sins and say, you God, you call this lady your daughter, you call this man your son, but look at what you have done. And then Jesus is sitting at the right hand side and he's telling the father, Father, remember my blood on the cross. I died for the sins of these ones that I believe in you. So Satan has no power to point out your sins. Hallelujah. And then the brothers, people around you also accusing you as a sinner. What, what should you say? You speak to that voice. You speak yes. to people that are saying that, oh, God could never forgive you of, your, of what you have done. Mm. Think how terrible you are. You say to them, Jesus rose from the dead because I am justified. My God. He rose to the dead because I'm justified. Having believed in Jesus, I am righteous in God's eyes. That is the power of the resurrection. You let every voice know. You let every accusing finger know that Jesus was delivered to death because of my sins. And he was raised to life for my justification. And that it, because I believe in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, I'm declared righteous in the sight of the Father. You can't be that. Three, being aware of the power to conquer sin. The power to conquer sin. So which means through the cross, we obtain grace and mercy, hallelujah. If you believe in Jesus, then this blessing is yours, that through the cross, you obtain grace and mercy due to the works on the cross that Jesus performed. But this is why the law was dealt with sin temporary. The laws were the Ten Commandments and also other 600 uh, laws that were described in the book of Leviticus that God gave the people of Israel through Moses which has become the foundation of Judaism, hallelujah, 
that God, God sent Jesus to die on the cross so that his blood will renew, will renew, will renew that covenant, that covenant of old. So that covenant of old, which is the law, mm -hmm. because in the law was the atonement of sin when the blood of lamb or animal was used to atone of our sins, to seek for the forgiveness of our sins. It was temporary. It could not completely take away sin. Animal blood cannot completely take away sin. It was temporary because your guilt was still uh, was still in, in existence and the accuser was able to go and point your sins and accuse you still in the sight of God. So that that arrangement, that concept, substitutionary sacrificial atonement by the blood of the lamb. When animal blood, when the innocent animal stood instead in the, in, in the gap for a human being so that he would die for the sins of the person. That is what Jesus did. So this arrangement in the beginning was temporary until the manifestation of Jesus when he came and died on the cross. So these laws, the Ten Commandments and all the laws were acting as schoolmaster, letting us know that much of what we need is the grace and the message of God through the works of Jesus on the cross because we could not obey all those laws. Therefore, we need the message of God. We could not obey all the Ten Commandments. When you broke one, it was like you broke all the Ten and all the other 600. Hallelujah. What kind of man could have uh, 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 obeyed these laws? And that is what those laws were pointing at. That, hey, you can't obey all these laws because these laws you have to obey by your flesh. But look up to Jesus. Believe in his work on the cross. Believe in his assignment on the cross because the resurrection power has been made available for you to release the power that you need to conquer sin in your members, in your flesh, through the grace of God. So you pray asking God, Father, I need your grace to overcome this uh, fleshly uh, activities and desires that I'm, uh, I'm indulging so that I'll be able to walk in your ways in righteousness. Yeah. Romans chapter 6, verse 13 to 17. Romans chapter 6, verse 13 to 17. It says, and do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourself to God as being alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. Mm -hmm. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, Amen. but under grace. Yes. From slaves of sin to slaves of God. Yes. What then shall we sin? Because we are not under the law, but under grace. Certainly not. Do you not know that to whom you present yourself slaves to obey, you are that one slave whom you obey? Whether of sin leading to death or of obedience leading to righteousness. But God be thanked that though you were slaves of sin, Yet you obeyed from the heart that, that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. You obey in your heart that form of doctrine 
that you were delivered. Mm -hmm. What? Through the resurrection power of the cross. Christ's resurrection power empowers us to conquer sin in our lives so that we can put on the new self such as we are created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Amen. It is only through the resurrection power. Amen. Hallelujah. Ephesians 4.24, Ephesians 4.24, and it says, and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. So if in this case, why do Christians keep sinning? Why do we keep sinning? Because we don't know how. We do not know how to pursue the power which brings deliverance we need. We keep on sinning. We are held in bondage and captivity because we do not know how to pursue that power I'm talking to you about. The power that brings the deliverance we need. For being aware of the power to overcome the devil and his kingdom. The resurrection power, the purpose of the resurrection power is to give us power to overcome the devil and his kingdom. It is through his death and resurrection <clears throat> that Jesus was given name above all names. And this means power above every power. Name above all names and power above every power. I want you to read Ephesians chapter 2, verse 5 to 11. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 5 to 11 talks about how God glorified Jesus and gave him name above name. But God glorified Jesus because he went on the cross, also glorifies God. And he who believes in him shares this glory and shares this power. Hallelujah. By the resurrection power due to Jesus' works on the cross, we are healed and delivered. We are healed and delivered. Yes. Isaiah chapter three, verse, Isaiah chapter fifty-three, verse three to seven. First lady, if you could read that for us, I shall bring this uh, to a conclusion. Isaiah chapter fifty-three, verse three to seven. Amen. He is despised and rejected by men. Yes. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Yes. And we hid as it were, our faces from him. Hallelujah. He was despised yes. and we did not esteem him. Amen. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yes. Yet we esteemed him stricken, yes. smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. Hallelujah. He was bruised for our iniquities. Glory be to God. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. Amen. And by Amen. his stripes, we Amen. are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray yes. and have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord had laid on him the iniquity of us all. Wow. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yes. Yet he opened not his mouth. Yeah. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter wow. and as a sheep before its shearer is silent. So he opened not his mouth. Hallelujah. He went on the cross so that you obtain the power Amen. to experience what? Healing and deliverance. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. He who knew no sin mm -hmm. became sin for us. So we will obtain the righteousness of the Father. He who was rich became poor. Yeah. So we might be rich. Rich in all areas of our life. Rich in life. Mm -hmm. Rich in resources. Rich in provision and supply. Open doors. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. 
protection, peace, joy, and happiness. All Jesus accomplished for us through the cross. Position your heart by believing in him so that you could enjoy this blessing. God bless you this hour. It is time for us to um, observe our communion. But then if we are talking about the cross, I have to get us saved. I have to get us positioned to be able to be part of the communion, to partake in the communion. The great commission said, uh, we, should, we who have believed us, we should go into the whole world and save souls for Christ. But beloved that is watching me, the reason for the season as I spoke about is to come to Christ, is to position your heart to, 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 uh, to, uh, to be part of his resurrection. You cannot be part of his resurrection if you are not part of the dead. When he died on the cross, we died with him. When he was resurrected, we also resurrected with him, which means our sins were a nail on the cross if we die with him. And now we have obtained new life. So how can you obtain this new life? You have to believe in him. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. And I spoke about judgment in his second coming. There's judgment after death. And the question that you're going to be asked is, what did you do yes. with the name Jesus? Hallelujah. Do you know Christ? You say, yes, I know the name Christ, but you have not accepted Jesus in your heart. And you are not walking life that is righteous, obeying the word of God. Beloved, I encourage you to accept Jesus in your heart this time as I speak to you. For you never know when death visits you. Are you going to be ready for the judgment day? Hallelujah. There's judgment after death. There's something that is going to happen when you die. When you die, that is not the end of your life. Hallelujah. Five, ten, six minutes from now, you don't know what's going to happen to you as I speak to you. This is a great chance and opportunity as you have come across this service or this broadcast to accept Christ in your heart. And the Spirit of God will help you in your weakness to live this life of righteousness. Hallelujah. It is not by your works but it is by the works of God through the power of the Holy Spirit. I want you to pray this prayer with me. Dear Jesus, Dear Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross. I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins. To save me of my sins. I believe that I believe that you are the son of God. You are the son of God. I believe that you are the son of God. I, that you are I invite you into my heart. I invite you into my heart to be my Lord, to be my Lord and personal savior. And, personal savior. and I'll serve you, dear Jesus, you, dear Jesus for, the for the rest of my life. I will serve you, dear Jesus, for the rest of my life. I declare you saved, beloved angels in the heavens are rejoicing for your salvation. And your name has been written in the Lamb's book of life. I want you to read Revelation chapter 20, verse 11, also to 15. Mm -hmm. Also, I want to hear from you. Our information to reach us will be in the in the in the surface in the in the surface of your screen, whatever means you are watching us. Look us up, send us an email, let us know that you are you 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 were saved through our services. 
We also open our church door online for you to be part of our services online. Wherever you are, there's no barrier in the realms of the spirit. There's no barrier in God. We are all this, uh, one in God. God bless you. Also, look for a scripture and begin to read. Uh, when I say scripture, I mean the Bible. Begin to read the, the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It speaks about the birth, the life, the death, and the resurrection, and the ascension of Jesus Christ, who is now in heaven alive. Seated at the right hand side of the Father, interceding for you and uh, you and I. The right hand side of the Father represents power. Hallelujah. Also, um, you are gonna be part of this communion this hour. I lift you up into the hands of the Lord, that the resurrection power move in your life and every area of weaknesses receive the power of God that will help you in your infirmities, the grace of God, that will help you in your weaknesses. Hallelujah. Lift you from every burden that has, that has pushed you and suppressed you, every burden that is suffocating you, physical and spiritual. I ask that the power of the Holy Ghost locate you now, set you free, Set your mind free, set your spirit free, set your heart free, and set your body free in the name of Jesus. The word of the Lord says, wherever the spirit of the living God is, there is liberty. Today that we are experiencing Resurrection Sunday, receive liberty, receive freedom by the power of the Holy Ghost. Freedom in your mind, freedom in your heart, freedom in your spirit, freedom in your soul. Freedom in your body, freedom in your finances, freedom in your relationship, freedom on your job, freedom in your career, freedom in your education. Hallelujah. Freedom touch every area of your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for you. Let us now observe communion. Beloved, I want you to look for a clean cup wherever you are. We're giving this few minutes. Harry, 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 go get you a clean cup. We are dealing with time here. So go get you a clean cup. Not the cup that you use regularly at your kitchen. Go in your china set. Get you a clean glass or a clean cup. And you could fill it with water or juice if you don't have uh, wine. If you don't have wine, fill, fill it with water or juice. Why? Because Jesus' first miracle he performed in the book of John 2, he blessed water and turned it into wine. So, all that matters that it will provide that the spirit of God will come over your 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 elements that you are going to be using for communion this Sunday, and God's spirit will change it into the actual communion elements. Can you look for uh, a script foundation scripture for communion? Um, First Corinthians chapter eleven, verse twenty-three to twenty-six, I believe, and let us go. And if and also look for bread, bread or cracker, bread, cracker, or cookies, anything that is uh, made out of flour, flour, anything made out of flour. Hallelujah. And if you have a a, a real communion cup and, and 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 bread, I would like for you to unwrap the first layer which has the bread. Unwrap the first layer which has the bread. 
And firstly, could you uh, read the, uh, for us? Amen. First Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 going. It says, for I received from the Lord, which I also delivered unto you. Yeah. That the Lord Jesus of the night which he was portrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he yeah. broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Hallelujah. Let us all break the bread, eat the bread. Thank, thank God for your bread. Thank God for what his body stood for when he was broken on the cross, when he was bruised, when he was uh, uh, beating, all that they did to his body. This bread signifies that. And let us thank God because his body carried the burden of our sins so that we might become righteous. Father, we give you all the glory and all the honor. And also bread signify the needs of God's people. So in that same spiritual sense, I want you to commit all your needs, both spiritual and physical. Ask the power, the resurrection power of the Holy Ghost to meet you at the point of your needs. Whatever needs that you are experiencing right now, pray and ask the resurrection power to meet you at the point of your needs. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, let your power move over the lives of your people as we break this bread. So bread signifies the needs of your people. We thank you for meeting us at the point of our needs. And also let's go to the cup. In the same way, also he took the cup after supper saying, this is the cup in the new covenant in my blood. Yes. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Hallelujah, you see my cup of water, just get a cup of water like that if you don't have juice or any unfamiliar wine. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Hallelujah. So let, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you're going too fast. <laughs> Let's let everybody get ready with your cup because we have to bless it. Because not everybody is using wine as ours. So, so whatever you are using, we're going to release the power of the Holy Ghost over you. So lift it up right now. Lift it up right now. Lift your cup up right now. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, whatever elements we are using, this are your people are using, or all those that will run into this broadcast or service will want to observe this communion. Um, ordinance, let your mighty power that turn water into wine, turn this all into your blood, into your blood as we observe this communion ordinance. In the mighty name of Jesus, release your grace, your message and your blood, hallelujah, over these elements. In the name of Jesus, let us not drink the cup, let us drink it. It's ready to drink whatever you have in your cup. And thank God, thank God, thank God. You want to finish? Uh, what does it say? For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Hallelujah. Proclaiming the Lord's death, meaning be mindful, be mindful of his death to his come. That we walk in righteousness. We get ourselves ready. Looking at the times that we're living, a coworker asked me a question. So do we think that what we are experiencing now it means Jesus is coming. Can we use it to asset? Well, it speaks of our preparation. We should use these times to prepare because he never said he will, anybody will know. He said even he himself don't know the hour that the Father has put in his own power. 
for the second coming. But we, what we could do is you use these times to prepare ourselves to walk in righteousness, to hash the power, the resurrection power, to help us in our weaknesses so we shall be able to walk in righteousness, obeying the word of God. Father, let your power destroy every spirit of disobedience that your people is, is, is preventing us from obeying your word, that your power delivers us, heal us, for by your stripes we are healed. We are delivered. We are healed and delivered. By your stripes, every attack we are experiencing, be broken of your people's life. The blood of Jesus destroy every bondage, every captivity. The blood of Jesus release healing, healing in every sickness, disease, and infirmity we are experiencing. Every bondage, every captivity, every addiction, demon that is uh, 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 is holding you in bondage and captivity. I pray that you release with the power of God through the resurrection power, grace and mercy, and deliverance over your body this hour. Deliverance in your mind, deliverance in your heart, deliverance in your spirit, deliverance in your finance, deliverance in your career, deliverance in your education, deliverance in your relationship, deliverance in your job. Hallelujah. Doors of uh, job opportunities be open unto you. If you are seeking for employment or promotion, receive the resources from heaven, resources from heaven, bread of life, hallelujah. As manna fell, oh, for the people of Israel to eat the food of angels, I pray that manna, heavenly manna, which provides resources, needs in our lack, be released over your life. In the name of Jesus. Let us all say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Can you close us? Amen. What a word we have heard today. If you are just tuning in, go ahead and watch the replay. It will bless your entire life. Amen. If you are not walking in the resurrection power, it is time for you to accept it. Amen. Embrace it and walk in it for the price has already been paid. Amen, Pastor Daniel. Saints of God, if you are looking to see how you can give, you can go to www.lightwaychurch.com. That's www.lightwaychurch.com. Or you can go text to give and the number is 833-901-2082. That's 833-901-2082. And while you are preparing to give, I want to pray with you. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your gracious people that are, are sowing their seed right now. Even now, Father, we thank you for them experiencing the resurrection power, Father, even as they sow, Father. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Father, visit their homes even as they're sowing. Visit that relationship. Visit that toxic relationship. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, oh, for the power of the transformation working in the lives of your people. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen and amen. 
Pastor Daniel, the Lord is going to visit someone. They're in a toxic relationship. My yes. God, and he's about to visit that relationship in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, may it come. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Um, saints of God, I want to invite you to pray with Lightweight Church of God in Christ. We pray Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. So you want to make sure that you check your time zone. I know I get a lot of requests um, wondering where we are, but you're on the wrong time zone. So amen. Make sure you watch your time zone and, and go ahead and translate it, convert it over to the Pacific time so you know what time we gather. The number we call is five. 515-603-5632. We have been hearing many miracles and testimonies of what God, not man, but what God has been doing in the lives of his children. People healed, set free, delivered, promoted, transformed lives. Hallelujah. Amen. God is at work. So we want to see you. We want you to gather with us so that we can pray because prayer changes things. Don't give up. Hallelujah. Don't feel that God has forsaken you. When he feels that he's He's far away, I want you to look at your position of where you are. See if you have moved away from God because he's still in the same place. My God, well, we love you. It has been a blessing as always coming to you today with the word of God. We will meet you here next week, same time, same place. Be God bless you. Be blessed. God bless you.